Welcome to Magician on a Shoestring, the podcast, with your host, Gareth. Hey, hey, people, it's me, Gareth. We are back for another podcast. So today, before we start, I'm looking out, I've looked out the bedroom window. Yeah, absolute chaos out there. People queuing up on both sides of the road to get to the local petrol station and uh, the one that's further down the road still hasn't had its petrol yet as well. Uh, All I can say is well done to mainstream media for causing us all this hassle when there wasn't actually any hassle to begin with. They've managed through incorrect reporting to create it all. Hopefully they will do a public apology, but uh, we still haven't seen anything put out saying, oh yeah, there's no crisis. Um, Looking through Facebook, quite a few people have been chatting to the lorry drivers and they've got plenty of lorry drivers, they've got plenty of fuel. There shouldn't be a problem, but because everybody's panic buying, if you remember the toilet paper before the COVID, yeah, well done. Yeah, round of applause. I'm going to give round of applause. Yeah, okay. So with that out the way, oh, here comes the pretty cat coming back in. Uh, yeah, so I've got, um, I've literally just done a load of deliveries this morning. It's gone a bit quiet now, so I've popped upstairs to have a lunch break and do some bits and pieces. And here comes the pussy cat as well, meowing at me. Shush. I'll deal with you in a minute. So yeah, uh, oh yeah, my cards arrived. I forgot to mention that's one of the reasons why I was doing this podcast. Um, yes, the supreme brand of playing cards have come up now from the expert playing card company, and the cat has now decided to jump up onto the get out the way. Thank you. Sorry about that. The joys of having pets. Uh, yeah, so they turned up. I ordered up a marked deck and a couple about six normal red back decks, and I ordered some of the gaff cards as well. A little pack of gaff cards you can get. Um, the cards themselves, uh, I've never used expert playing card company stock before. It's actually quite nice. Feels good. You know, it, it feels very much like the Copex. Uh, they're fanned quite nicely. I'm obviously going to be breaking these in with lots of shuffling and stuff as well. Obviously, I will be making my thick card. And yep, the Susan Schiff works quite nicely. Uh, the faces are pretty standard. They kind of remind me of the more European style. Uh, the text and the, I don't know, just something about the way some numbers are thicker than others. Um, it doesn't look bad. Um, I kind of prefer the Copeg ones, to be honest, um, in terms of that as well. I think the Copegs are a bit more clearer from the face, but these are perfectly fine. You know, you can hold them out and you can see a 10, you can see the 4. So the colours, pretty standard reds, nice good blacks. Jokers are... Quite weird looking jokers, but not weird looking jokers. Um, but they, they do the job basically. Um, definitely a nice set of cards in terms of uh, fanning and just doing your basic every I don't do any fancy flourishes or anything. So for me, you know, they, they feel good. They dribble nicely. Uh, you can double lift them quite nicely. So yeah, I'm quite impressed with those. And I do like the back design as well. It's a very busy design. And I noticed how that works with the marks. I actually got a marks deck, a marks red back deck of these as well. That has the marking in a slightly not so easy to look at place, but if you do the old mark card, you know, trying to work out the cards are marked by flicking through them, you don't notice it because it's been moved pretty much out the way. The only time you can really see it is when you spread the cards across, then you can glance down and look at it. So, kind of like the way that, so it makes it a bit harder. They're easy read ones, so the actual suit and value is actually imprinted onto the um, back design, which works quite nice. I think they call them easy readers, so it means you're not having to do a system or decoding. Um, I'm very lazy, and uh, anything I will need to do is if I do do it, I'm gonna have to use my glasses so I can read it properly, because my vision's not the best in the world. I've got some new glasses on the way as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, there we go. So the cards themselves feel nice, they look nice. 
I don't have a problem with them. I still kind of prefer the Copag, the Copegs, Copag 310s on the visuals, but these aren't that bad, so I'm not too bad. I've actually got a stack of the Copags here right next to me. When I look at the faces of these, uh, very similar back design, the text is bigger and a little bit more easy to see, and there's a little bit more consistency in the thicknesses of the um, thing. I've got two of them stuck together here for some reason. Uh, no, it's just because I've got a thick card in there. Yeah, I did actually make a thick card for the Copags. That's why. Haha, for myself there. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so the Copags I do like, but I kind of prefer the feel of the uh, uh, expert playing card ones. So, it's going to be a thing, but I do like the back design. Uh, I got some of the gaff deck as well. You might hear the muscle of plastic. Um, now, the gaff deck, you basically get. Um, I suppose it's the Monty style cards in there with Miss Med Pips. You get two duplicate ace of clubs, and I can't see any differences between the two of them. And there's nothing on the back either. Um, you get some um, split court cards, so King of Diamonds with King of Spades. I suppose that's for maybe for the Prince's trick, perhaps. And some of them are duplicated. I have got some of the black back ones as well. And I was thinking of getting some of the black backs. And I actually kind of like the look of the back, the black pack ones, the black, the black back ones. Uh, so they've obviously put some because I know they do these in black as nicely. I've got a couple of cards here which could be used for McDonald's aces. And they have a very weird one where they've got a split king. So it's a king, king, and then a back design on the front of a three of spades. I have an ace with three, an ace, uh, these are the um, uh, McDonald's aces, which are done to low suited cards, which is something I would probably use. A very unusual uh, four of diamonds with a torn off bit that's been restored quite weirdly. So yes, there's obviously something for perhaps a, a torn restored card. I have some blank back red ones, which is kind of nice. And then I have a black to red double backer, a red to red double backer, a red to red double backer, I have a four of hearts with a half a king of spades on with the back design showing through. And again, with five of clubs, I have a king of hearts. And with a three of spades, I have a king of diamonds. There's obviously a king trick there as well. And the last card is actually a double backer. So you do get a few gaffs in there, but they're not ones that I kind of really know. I personally would have preferred double faces, double backers, and maybe obviously some of the standard ones, but there's, you know, there's stuff there you can do it with. So it's just always nice to have gaff cards to play around with. Um, obviously making your own is probably better. I haven't really looked through the entire range of um, the expert card company's stock. So there we go. So yeah, so I've got a Mark deck, which actually works quite well in a red, which is unusual. I got a load of the red decks as well. I was supposed to get blue decks, but I mixed up the order, so that was my fault, not Vanishing Inks. By the way, these come from Vanishing Ink. Thank you guys, much appreciated. But I'm gonna say I do I do like the feel of them. I do feel like for these, for me, using these cards would not be a problem. Uh, like I said, the only thing I would like though is obviously if I can get the um, the gaffs and that, but then I don't really use a lot of gaffs, so do I really need them? Probably not. I probably just need a few dupes, a few double backers, a few double faces, and that should be enough for me to do what I need to do. So yes, but the cards themselves feel really nice, and I will be playing around with them and giving them a good run through. So there you go then, guys. Just to give you a little update about the expert playing card cards. Um, yeah, they feel good. They found good. They seem to work quite nicely. Uh, it's going to be longevity and how well I can get, um, should I need any gaff decks, what other ones I can get. They do give you some, but um, I don't know. I'm, I might have to play around a little bit, obviously. The same with anything in there. Obviously, if you use bicycle cards, you can get every gaff known to mankind. 
The Copag ones, I still do kind of like them. I still feel a bit drawn to them because I know they do double faces, double backers. And I kind of like the feel of the Copags. I don't know which one's going to win out. I just really don't know. I'm going to just play around. But I've got these ones to use and practice with anyway, so it's not a problem. And then one day I might make a decision on what cards I go for. Um, it's me between the Copags and the uh, superior brand expert playing card ones. But I don't know which one to go for. Uh, oh well, we'll play around with it later. But they work fine. The only thing I need to get hold of is a set of Copag Mark decks and see what they're like for easy reading. But we'll update that at another time. Because at the moment, I can't spend too much money. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to this rather long rambling podcast. I'll catch you all very, very soon. And uh, let's hope we can get some petrol in the near future. But until then, guys, let's roll the outro. Thank you for listening to Magician on a Shoestring, the podcast. I will catch you all on the next episode. So until then, bye for now.